that'll wrap it up for uh, the NFC South. We're going to move on to the AFC West now, and we're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs have 12 picks, which is bananas for a team like this. They pick in at 29 and then 30, and they have five picks in the top 100, and I think their sixth pick is at 103. Um, so team loaded with talent and loaded with capital. Um, they obviously lost Tyree Kill, so wide receiver, big need. Um, Charverius Ward, also a really good player for them uh, in that secondary. They needed some cornerback help. They need edge. They could use some linebacker depth behind uh, Nick Bolton, who played well for them last year after being a first-round pick. Um, some other guys that they lost, Byron Pringle, Austin Blythe, Jaron Reed, Mike Hughes. Um, Honey Badger is still a free agent. Anthony Hitchens is still a free agent. Melvin Ingram is still a free agent. Um, they were able to add Justin Reed to replace Honey Badger, um, so he's he's gone. Um, MVS and Juju will step in that wide receiver room, hopefully to replace some Tyree Kill stuff. And, uh, and they also added Ronald Jones. Um, so, Dean, talk to me about the Chiefs. Um, this is another team, championship or bust, and they lost their best wide receiver. So where do you like them at 29 and 30? And honestly, all these picks because they're loaded. So, listen, I agree with you, championship or bust, but definitely not in the same light, not even close to the same light as the Bucks, obviously. And I feel like they made it so – it's even more not championship bust, obviously, with the Tyreek trade. I, I, I'm still in shock about the Tyreek trade. The more I think about it, you know, the more I think about it, though, the more I like where Brett Veach's head is at because this isn't about winning, you know, and being in contention for a championship in just the next few years, next three to, you know, they paid him fucking 30 mil a year, Tyreek, uh, Miami. Uh, he wasn't going to sign for less. That's pretty apparent in my eyes. And it's not about being a championship contender for the next three, four years. It's about doing it, being that for 12 plus years, you know, all of Mahomes's, you know, career, the rest of his career, which you're assuming is 10 to 12 at least. And uh, they did a pretty brutal job of replacing him, in my opinion, but that's going to be mostly because you can't really replace someone like Tyreek Hill, but with Juju and MVS, those are definitely solid overall moves if you don't think about Tyreek in the equation. And then they obviously replaced Honey Badger with Justin Reed. I know uh, Melvin Ingram played some meaningful snaps, but they, they still needed edge help with or without him. He's, he's at 33, I think 34. He's old. But the big question is how you know the Chiefs are going to utilize all this draft capital they just attained. So that starts at 29, 30, 50, and 62 this year. Uh crazy amount of capital for being that good with these picks they need wide receiver corner and edge for sure he brought up a great point in charveris ward he played actually really well common name for them dro dropping in drafts would be Karloftis. i think booth out of clemson corner obviously you guys know how much i love him would be a fucking dream to replace ward and then gotta imagine you try to go speedy considering at wide receiver considering you got juju and mbs kind of bigger body wide receivers even though mvs is fast yeah no, i was just gonna say even though they're fast i'm not, just saying nobody's tyreek fast like it exactly like a kind of tyreek kind of model and that's going to be obviously sky more that'll be around there you know it's not crazy to even see it with their second first round pick i've seen them get mocked even higher but 50 62 would be sick dotson would be dope i know you agree with that sauce and then my favorite pick for them is christian watson for sure Guy's fucking blazing fast and still 6'2". He's fucking nasty. I would love to see him with Patrick Mahomes. 
Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see if they make both of those picks in the first round. I think that's a good spot for one of those teams who don't have a pick um, in the first round to possibly come up, and then they slide back. Um, sure, like Rams. Or like the Rams, like the, the Bears. Bears, big yeah, time. I think, I think that's a perfect spot for the Bears. Um, and even that's... another team – and, yeah, even in a team that doesn't want to draft a quarterback – um, with their first selection, you can get somebody at the back end of that first round and maybe get that fifth year option. Um, I know we've also thrown out a guy like a, if they are going to make both those picks like David Ajabo, if you could punt on this year almost um, and bring him in, I really like the fit there with them because they need some juice along that defensive line, like you said. Um, so really interesting spot for Kansas City. Um, who knows what, what they replaced Tyreek with because – Nobody is Tyreek. Um, so we'll move on to Las on Vegas. On God, sis. Yeah, we'll see. Miko Harmon season. Um, so we'll move on to Las Vegas. Uh, they only have five picks, and their first pick is not until the third round after the Devontae Adams trade. Um, some big areas of need along that interior and defense, uh, interior offensive line and interior defensive line. Um, and they could also use some secondary help after losing Casey Hayward. Um, some big losses. Um, nobody too notable besides Casey Hayward, but Mariota obviously gone as their backup, and Zay Jones is also gone. They were able to bring in Devontae Adams off that trade. Um, massive for them. They were able to bring in Chandler Jones. Massive for them. Him and Max Crosby is a sick duo. Um, Blal Nichols, Anthony Everett, and Jayon Brown, also some notable names that they added. So, Ray, talk to me about Vegas. I mean – they're picking at the third round. I don't think they're going to move up, but uh, what do you think for them in the, with that third round pick and uh, maybe just the outlook of the team in this, in this really strong division after those big moves? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this division's fucking, it's an arms race. It's like a little mini cold war just between four fucking teams. Honestly. <laughs> fucking, it's actually insane. Um, but like you said, they're really uh, limited in capital, but I mean, who gives a fuck? You got Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, and then off season, like, two premier positions, two big knees that they needed filled before the draft. So they could give two shits. Right. Uh, this, this draft's going to be just, I think they're going to move around a lot. If I had to guess, maybe trade back from that third pick and just, just fill out the roster. Uh, I think cornerback is a position they're going to have to address just because like I said, the division is just loaded with uh offensive firepower. Um, in typical Raiders fashion, I could see someone like Zion McCollum being the pick in that, in that third round pick. He's just what if there's someone built to be a cornerback, it's that fucking guy. I can yeah. see him just saying, screw it. Like it's just <laughs> let's just go with the six two guy runs four three. I mean Damn. Raiders. They love that. Uh, <laughs> they only take guys from from power from I mean no Mayoc. From, they only so. take guys who are in in the uh in the championship games though. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I mean they could use they need some linebacker help too. Uh like Leo Chanel, I can see them being a fit for that a team like that. Just get some athleticism. Big maybe time. even maybe even a Troy Anderson if he's there. I don't know if so, like someone of that athletic pedigree is gonna fall that far. But um it really like I said, it's really just gonna be about filling out the roster. I think they need to get some uh help on that defense because but and they also need some interior offensive line help. Uh, Cole Strange, possibly he can play center guard if he's there. Um, Cam Jurgens, I know he's been rising a lot, but that'd be another uh, pick. I think that'd be really good uh, on that day three level. Um, 
And then maybe even a little bit more wide receiver depth. I know they have like the big three. They're uh, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and then Brian Edwards, but they can use some more depth there, definitely. Yeah, I like it. I mean, dude, I know you mentioned Cam Jurgens is one of my favorite players that that I've uh, that I've watched, dude. Some people are saying second round for him now, which is crazy. Yeah, no, I've been seeing that too. Skyrocketing. That's uh, a VDR cries for sure. It's crazy because people are talking about Linder falling out of the first round, but they're boosting Cam Jurgens into the second round. It's the same position. Doesn't really make sense. Um, obviously, it could just be noise for the for draft speculation, but who knows. So another interesting team. This division is fucking awesome. I would hate to be in this division, but as a as a football fan, um, I fucking love it. Um, so we're gonna move on to the LA Chargers, another team that is loading up this offseason. Um, they have 10 picks, they're picking at 17. Um, the big area is filling that right tackle spot um with bookends with Rashawn Slater. They it was a home run pick for them last year. Um, they were able to fill some areas of need in the interior defensive line with, uh, with, uh, Sebastian Joseph and Austin Johnson. Uh, but it still could be an area for them. Wide receiver depth, um, after they retained Mike Williams and some cornerback depth too, um, cause they are a little thin on the roster there, but they were able to bring in JC Jackson to pair him with Asante Samuel, who was a really good rookie season last year. Um, their only big loss, really, was uh, Nuusu, who was really good in that linebacker group for them. Um, linebacker also probably an area of need for them, too, because Kenneth Murray has not um, played his best football for them yet. Um, and then we didn't touch on the trade for Khalil Mack. It's a great move for them. Him and Joey Bosa, probably the most feared duo in the league. Uh, them or Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, who knows? Um, so, uh, Dean, talk to me about the Chargers, um, team that missed out on the playoffs last year after that crazy game with Vegas. Um, but they look primed and ready to make this playoff run behind Justin Herbert. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I can't, I couldn't love their offseason more. And I'm going to be this statement is for this statement is said by every football fan in their head at least once fucking every other week you got to be fucking pumped that for the next decade you get to see herbie and mahomes and i know that goodell and all of nfl is pumped for that too because that's a fucking spectacle especially in this division two times a year it's going to be awesome to see i can't wait to see how it develops but like i said i love how they just went defense defense huge names back-to-back in this offseason, especially considering their their head coach is Brandon Staley, you know, the McVay disciple, uh, the former defensive coordinator. Uh, You know, this defense is fucking scary. And like you said, they did address defensive tackle with uh, Joseph Day as well as Austin Johnson. But we still see probably Jordan Davis get mocked to them at 17, their first pick in this draft the most. Still makes a lot of sense, and I think that – I believe that would be a home run getting him, you know, the Georgia D-tackle. To really round out, in my opinion, this would be that – I mean, it already is. This is a championship-caliber defense with Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. You pair J.C. Jackson in the back end with Derwin James, and then obviously you have Khalil and Bosa on the edges. That's just nuts. But uh, I, I tend to lean that 17 will be that right tackle 
it all depends on if it drops to them. I, I for one, don't think he'll be there, but Trevor Penning is a fucking dream there. I, I've already said it before on this podcast that if I was Justin Herbert and that pick was made, I'd be running upstairs with a bottle of lotion. Um, but other than that, I don't think it's impossible that call me fucking crazy, but I don't think it's possible that cross couldn't be there. And like Penning goes to 14 and we see some other positions kind of take, kind of take, uh, take over and kind of push those tackles down, maybe even quarterback. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Cause I think uh, after they, they signed both those defensive tackles this off season, mm-hmm. um, it's clear that that right tackle spot is the, is the pick for them. And depending on where they're hearing that Penning falls or if mm-hmm. cross is going to fall out of the top 10, um, if they make a move up possibly to go get their guy. Cause I think once you have that right tackle spot solidified for them, like this is a championship level team. For sure. Um, it is all, like almost there, but um, protecting Herbert just with those bookends for the next 10 years. Um, this team is, is really, really good, really dangerous and they're loaded and Herbert's fucking awesome. Um, this is a really, <laughs> I mean, I say it as every team, but this division's fucking awesome. Yeah. This division's <laughs> awesome. It really it's crazy. is. Um, we didn't even go over fucking the Broncos yet. Yeah. And so, Quick, uh, quick turn to the Broncos here. Yeah. Um, our fi- our final team in the AFC West. Um, they got eight picks. Um, they don't have a first round pick that obviously went for the Russell Wilson trade, so they're picking in the second round. Um, areas of need definitely in the defense, edge, cornerback, linebacker, big areas of need for them. Um, nothing too major in terms of losses. They lost Teddy Bridgewater, obviously, as their backup um, to Miami. Um, so a couple guys are still out there, Kyle Fuller, which would be a really nice re-signing for them, and Bryce Callahan in that secondary. So I think they probably want to bring back one of those guys. We'll see. Uh, Melvin Gordon, also a free agent. Um, obviously, the big move for them was trading for Russell Wilson. Um, they were able to sign Randy Gregory, a nice signing for them too. Um, DJ Jones, Billy Turner, Tom Compton uh, on that offensive line. So, Ray, talk to me about Denver. Um, like you said, fucking arms race and they made the move for their quarterback and um we'll see how that pans out yeah i mean i think like i said it's an arms race i think you guys keep russell wilson upright um he he struggled with that in seattle that's when they really started going downhill i feel like once that offensive line started deteriorating so um i think Abe lucas with at that with that uh first second round pick would be a really nice deal plug him in at right tackle there then their offensive line would honestly it looks pretty pretty decent a good offensive line looks strong um, I, I don't know. Billy Turner at right tackle is a little bit of a, a question mark for me personally. Uh, you can use some tight end depth too, but I mean, you, they have so many picks on day three. You can uh, plug someone in there. Albert, Albert O's probably Albert o. there. Um, but corner is another position, like you were saying. I think they could really uh, use some help. Uh, McCreary is a name. I feel like if he slips there, I don't know if he's going spe- to like end up being there. But I think that's someone on day two, if they could get, they'd be really happy with. Uh, he kind of has that, like, Ronald Darby build to him, I feel like, that would be, uh, like, kind of similar. Uh, Tariq Woolen, I think, would be another person who would be really good on the outside for them. Big, long pair him with uh, Sertan. Sertan, yeah. Yeah, but they, and then also, like, a lot of, they need linebacker help. I mean, I know they've run that 3-4-D, 
But I mean, Jewel's like a good run stuffer, but they need some they need some third down help on the, in that linebacker room. They need someone who's athletic who can roam. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, if you had to rank where you think these teams are going to finish, give me the give me everybody. Not you don't have to give me the records, but give me how these how these teams finish out next year. Damn, Chiefs, I love that. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. I'm going to be a little bit crazy. Um, I'm going to do Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. I'm going to do the same, Dean. Love that. 100%. I, the, Raiders, the Raiders are going to overperform. They always do, and I, always I always do. back them. I'm a big Derek I, Carr guy. I'm a huge Derek Carr guy, for sure. I definitely agree with that. And I love all I love everything that Ray just said for the Broncos, by the way. I think those three guys are the exact three guys that they should be eyeing there. Yeah, I mean. But for sake of time, right. I'll just keep it at that. Love it. Um, so we're going to move on to our final division, uh, the NFC West, a division that 